Welcome to the Voice of Texas Veterans, a production of Texas Veterans Commission, speaking up for Texas veterans since 1927. Now is the time for nonprofits to apply for Fund for Veterans Assistance grants from Texas Veterans Commission. Since 2009, the Texas Lottery has raised over $142 million for that fund, which gives away monetary grants to nonprofits and local government agencies that directly assist veterans. Thank you for joining us. I'm Julia Connor, Communications and Outreach at Texas Veterans Commission, the state agency that assists veterans, family members, and survivors in accessing all the benefits earned. All our free services are listed on the web at tvc.texas.gov. You can even make a claims appointment there. Pick a time that's convenient for you. Now, back to the Fund for Veterans Assistance. The application process is open now. Veterans serving nonprofits and local government agencies, these grants come in five categories. General assistance, housing for Texas heroes, mental health, veteran treatment courts, and veteran county service offices. The application information is on the website tvc.texas.gov. Click on Grants. Applications are due on November 5th, so get started now. Millions will be given away to nonprofits that serve specific areas of the state and those that are statewide, too. Let me introduce you to some of the organizations that were awarded grants this year. Now, some of these services are on hold until the pandemic is under control, but I still thought you might like to hear about some of them to give you an idea about the organizations that we give grants to. I'm Nancy Krennic, right on Center for Kids, and the program's Rock on Veterans that we okay. do. We also have Heidi Durning. She's the head of that particular program. I'm the head of the overall program. And where are y'all located? We're in Georgetown, but we serve seven counties. Okay. So people come from Fort Hood and Austin and all over. Veterans come to our program. We partner them with other veterans and a horse, and they learn horsemanship. Explain to me how it works. Heidi? Uh, the way it works is they first just call us and ask us about what we're doing, and we say, come on out and come meet a horse and come meet our other veterans here. They just come on a Tuesday night, they groom a horse, and then they come eat this amazing fellowship meal with us, mm -hmm. and then they start making lots of friends and another community. And that's really the key is that community, which includes the horse. Mm -hmm. So how does the horse bring out whatever it is it needs to bring out? How does that work? Well, a couple of ways it works is I'm a physical therapist, and so the horse simulates normal walking. And so for physical rehab, it's phenomenal to sit on the back of the horse. It also makes you motivated to move, even if you're grooming and leading the horse. So that's one thing. But the other way it works is that the horse is a prey animal, and they're always looking for a leader. You have to learn how to change yourself to communicate with a horse. And sometimes that's hard. And when you're in a bad place, you don't realize that you have to change to get someone to do what you want. So the veterans learn this behavior to change the way they do things to get the horse to lead. Then they learn how to lead themselves. And those principles are about learning to move your feet. You have to move your feet. And they, you see the veterans starting to move their feet in their life in every area, whether they're relationships or whatever. And so it transforms them emotionally. They have a community. And then they get physical benefits, too. So we didn't realize when we started doing this 16 years ago that the fellowship meal was critical because to break bread with someone and work with the horses and have a community so is it the horse? Yes, it's the horse. But I think it's also the community, really, that saves lives. Maureen Jewett with Bring Everyone in the Zone. 
So we provide housing assistance, utility assistance, transportation assistance, but we have a lot of complimentary things because we provide peer support, free counseling, furniture, the things that go into the house, you know, those Mm -hmm. kinds of things. Mm -hmm. And we collaborate with everybody in our community. We're like the nexus of information. It's a good thing that you have all these resources that you know about because, you know, there's no telling what a veteran could come in needing help for, whether it's a job, whether it's homelessness, whether it's like, I just need somebody to do my claim. Well, that's true. We're co-located with a Bell County service officer. We're across the street from the courthouse. So tax questions, they're right there. The Justice of Peace knows about us and actually have been successful in stopping an eviction by the judge saying, go across the street and talk to these people. They help veterans. Mm -hmm. And that gentleman's still in his home now. All my people that work for me, I'm the only Mm non-veteran. Both my parents were in the Army in World War II, and my dad stayed in Dick for Korea and Vietnam. My employees, two of them are disabled veterans, two Army, one Air Force, two women, one man. We're totally for the veterans. We just try to help as many as we can. We're really grateful for the Fund for Veteran Assistance grant because we're able to do what we say we do. Mm -hmm. And we're able to more than match, almost triple the amount of money that's given to us. Just thank you very much for trusting us. My name is Bud Hughes and I'm with the Veterans Freedom Retreat. We treat veterans who have PTSD and we not only treat the veterans, but we treat the veteran couple. The retreat is actually seven and a half days. We have experiential education in the morning, typically where we talk about what traumatic brain injury is, what PTSD is, what moral injury is, MST, et cetera, et cetera. And we give the uh, veteran couples about 60 tools that they can use after they leave to be able to come down from situations where they become elevated and excited and so forth. And it really helps. The biggest thing, uh, I think, is the 50% reduction in symptoms. That's a huge number. If you talk to any psychologist, they'll say that's just massive. We're out in Wichita Falls, Texas is where we hold our retreats. And it's at the Coyote Ranch Resort, bunch of cabins, a very relaxed atmosphere. It's out in the prairie, no other distractions really right out there. So it helps people focus on a single thing and that's their mental health. So when the retreat is done, are they finished? No, they're not finished when it's done. We have follow-on counseling and we also have follow-on reunions and we check on our vets from time to time. We consider them our vets after they leave. We're very careful about that, and we're very protective of our vets. Because of the pandemic, Veterans Freedom Retreat has canceled all retreats through the end of 2020. The next one's scheduled for February of 2021. You can find out more at their website, vfr.vet. That's vfr.vet. Now let's find out about Veteran Treatment Court. I'm Amanda Delacerda with the Nueces County Veterans Treatment Court. Our goal is to divert veterans out of the regular judicial system and onto a veteran track. Nueces County Veterans Treatment Court oversees both felony and misdemeanor cases. It's a rigorous program. We have a high expectation. I would think that it's almost tougher than regular standard probation. We are looking to actually help treat them and um, give them the assistance that they need in their homes, whether it's a family violence case and they need marriage counseling, they need to repair relationships with their children. We're talking about veterans who come back with PTSD and it impacts the entire family. A lot of our treatment is based to assist the home as well through the VA. A lot of times when we sit down and we go through the interview process with the veteran, 
we find that as we're talking to them, they do not realize that the issues that they're having are related to their service. We start with their service and go into the gap between when they came back and their home life. They start to discover themselves that there is a connection. They may be drinking to sleep. They can't sleep because they were deployed and they're used to bombs going off at night. Mm -hmm. And they come to a realization how much help they really do need. It's a great program. I'm glad it's established in Texas. We have a veteran who uh, had made his way through the program and he relapsed. And we ended up sending him to the Valor program in Collin County. He came back. He has been sober for the past year and a half. He has come out of the halfway house. He has an apartment. He got his children back, and he's really pulling his life together. We all have a common goal, and it's to assist our veterans throughout Texas. Hi, my name is DJ Purvis. I'm the on-site manager for Operation Homefront's Transitional Housing Village in San Antonio. What we have there at the village is the opportunity for those who are being medically discharged that have dependents to come into a fully furnished, utility-paid apartment. Just medical discharges, they're usually not prepared, they have their career plans, and it gets interrupted. We help them explore their education pathways, employment opportunities, community integration, housing plans, and their physical and psychological health and well-being. So while they're in the program, we're going to connect them with our community resources, such as the TVC on their employment opportunities. We're going to connect them with counseling services if they need those. We do community involvement. So by connecting them to the other organizations there in San Antonio, which is Military City, they get connected. That helps build the family stronger. We also provide financial counseling. With the financial counseling, they are able to minimize their debt, increase their savings, increase their credit score, and look at their permanent housing when they graduate from our program. As far as disability claims, does that come with the medical discharge, or do you all work on that? Yes, and the current trend we're seeing is it's going to take anywhere from 60 to 90 days for them to get that pay. During that 60 to 90 days, our families are at risk of becoming homeless because they don't have the money Mm -hmm. to pay the rent and the utilities. The fact that they were in military housing, many of them, and they're coming home to San Antonio, they have a place to live. Mm -hmm. We take that stress off of them so that they can have a little less worry about what this transition is doing to them and plan their futures. I have a veteran now who is paraplegic. He comes from a small town in Mississippi and he's not comfortable in that area. He just purchased his home in San Antonio. He will be a graduate and San Antonio is going to be his forever home. You've now heard from just a few of our Fund for Veterans Assistance grantees. They're all listed on the website, tvc.texas.gov. Click on Grants. Applications for next year's grants are being accepted now. We give away millions in reimbursement grants, so don't hesitate to apply. You don't have to be a huge nonprofit. As long as your organization fits the criteria for helping veterans, you can apply. The application and info is all on the website, tvc.texas.gov. Get your application started now. They are due November 5th, 2020. I'm Julia Connor. Thank you for listening to The Voice of Texas Veterans, a production of Texas Veterans Commission. Helping veterans starts here.